Hi everyone, welcome back to the Hero Project podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to an inspiration of mine, Sophia Lockley, who is a Nordic skier from Yarmouth, Maine. Let's get started. So if you could just start by just like telling us a little bit about yourself um, and your background. Yeah, um, so my name is Sophia Lockley. I am from Yarmouth, Maine and grew up skiing there. And uh, now I ski for Millbury College in Vermont. Um, and like, yeah, I guess I've been skiing for my entire life, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And started taking it more seriously at the end of high school. And yeah, now I'm pretty pretty dedicated to it, um, I'd say. And yeah, last year I got named to the U.S. team, which has been super cool. And so mm-hmm. now I've um yeah so could you just like explain a little bit about like what you're doing right now and like where you are and kind of what what being on the U.S. team is looking like yeah so I mean the college season was canceled which was definitely a bummer um Mm -hmm. but I've like I mean I have no expectations to do what I'm doing right now but it turned out pretty well anyways um I decided to come to Norway because uh, I have citizenship because my dad's from Norway, and so I got into some of the races there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of, I was just planning to hang out in Norway for the season and do a race or two against um, them. Uh, but then, yeah, I ended up getting a start in a World Cup, and then that kind of led to a couple more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, based off of last year's results and a couple, like, time trials this fall, I also qualified for the U23 championships, which Mm -hmm. I'm at right now. Um, The races start next week. But, yeah, and I think after these races, I'll still have a few more opportunities, Mm -hmm. Um, either World Cup or going back to Norway and racing there. Mm -hmm. So, it turns turning into a pretty stacked winter of racing yeah yeah definitely um do you want to just like talk a little bit about your your journey like to this to this spot like how you kind of went from just being like a skier in Yarmouth Maine kind of to being yeah overseas um and racing against like Teresio Hogg and Jesse Diggins and all those crazy people yeah Definitely kind of crazy to, like, I can't fully wrap my mind around it, because, mm-hmm. I mean, in high school, I was literally, like, at a, my freshman, I, like, nearly didn't start, or, like, I almost quit skiing in, after middle school, mm-hmm. um, just because, I mean, it was fun, but I was like, yeah, I don't know, I like soccer and mm-hmm. other sports, and mm-hmm. so, I mean, I just kept going at it, um, just for fun, and then... I did do a year in Switzerland for my junior year, and I think that kind of, like, was the switch for me because I was finally around, uh, like, a more serious skiing environment. Like, mm-hmm. definitely Yarmouth and, like, the Portland area compared to the rest of Maine. It's better, but it's definitely not, like, the ideal um, environment to yeah. 
definitely Florence mm-hmm. which is just yeah straight up um so like that year definitely helped me when I was abroad um and so yeah when I came back I kind of like took it into my like own hands to keep training and like a lot of it was training on my own um mm-hmm. just because there's not a lot of legit programs in Maine mm-hmm. um and so that was it definitely like mentally it was pretty tough to do that but I, like, was seeing direct results, like, improvements, and that kind of was what helped push me and, like, keep me going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and then I took, like, a gap year to kind of keep improving and so I could start racing in college. And then, yeah, once I got to Middlebury, like, well, that was, like, the first year where I had a super, like, good group of girls to train with, and that definitely, like... Yeah, definitely took a huge leap after that. And yeah. my result made a drastic jump last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, that whole, like, having really good coaches that I work well with and, um, yeah, having a really good group of girls to, like, push me. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was pretty, like, a big game changer. Uh, and so, I mean, all this, like, happened super quickly. Cause, yeah, yeah. Like... Last year, first international races, and yeah, now I that got me on to like the development team. Um, and so it's just like it all happened so quickly that I honestly like it's still kind of hard to think about and fully mm-hmm. let sink in, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how it all happened. Yeah, what do you like? Like, what do you think was like the biggest like key like to this? like success of like such a like such a fast success too like like what do you think it was yeah that's hard like I honestly like I think about that a lot because I'm like Mm -hmm. I really just don't know how this happened Mm -hmm. um but I do think like finally getting an established team and coaches Mm -hmm. and not just kind of like half on my own half like once in a while getting a coach to help me out yeah but just like finally yeah getting onto a team that was like fully supporting me and that like in turn made me just enjoy training a lot more because getting myself out the door in high school was quite the challenge yeah I'm always being around southern, southern Maine and mm-hmm. going on three hour runs mm-hmm. on the roads for not not super thrilling, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what, like, like, besides, like, your teammates and coaches and being, like, on these, on these teams, like, like, what motivates you to, like, keep, to keep training and keep racing and just, like, continue, um, pushing yourself to these levels? Yeah, I think, like, I, what I, like, enjoy most about skiing is the racing. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, like, for some people, it's, like, the training and the skiing, which I obviously enjoy, too, but, like, race season is where I, like, have the most fun, Mm -hmm. and so it's definitely been weird and, like, super new racing these World Cups, because it's, like, now I'm racing to not get last place, instead of, like, racing to, like, for a podium or something, and that has been, like, a little bit of a challenge, and, like, definitely more exhausting and so I can see 
like right now I'm in a state where I'm like, wow, I really want to make it to the point where I'm not racing or scrambling to to reverse podium versus like mm-hmm. actually getting to that top spot. Um, and so I think constantly having like a next step mm-hmm. that I'm working towards mm-hmm. is kind of what motivates me. If that makes any sense. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find words mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. who have like have have any like people like been your biggest motivators I mean yeah I think I wouldn't say like one specific American skier in general I just mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting for me to see like I come to Norway and I see like the whole skiing environment here mm-hmm. and I it's just like they have everything they need to make it to the top. And so then when I see, like, Jesse and Sadie and Sophie, like, mm-hmm. where they, like, come from, I mean, like, they all come from where we come from, like, mm-hmm. the high school in the U.S., like, maybe have some more skiing opportunities, but it's just that whole, like, that they have made it to a level where Norwegians, it's like this pipeline for them, like, everything is perfect and mm-hmm. they have everything they need to make it to the top. And then, seeing that, like, it is possible to come from mm-hmm. a place like Yarmouth, Maine, because they all came from the equivalent of that, and, yeah. Like, so, what, yeah, what, what's it like? Yeah. like all, yeah, there's not one specific skier, I guess, mm-hmm. that is my main motivator. Mm-hmm. What's it like, like, being on a team with them, like, doing, like, the relay with them, and just, like, being around them that was yeah that was pretty crazy Mm -hmm. I like definitely put a bit of pressure on myself I mean I Mm -hmm. knew it wasn't I knew like there weren't a lot of expectations because it wasn't like the A team but Mm -hmm. like Jesse and Rosie like who have been winning races this year and I definitely felt a little bit out of my element but Mm -hmm. like they are the nicest people in my life (laughs) you do not have to worry like seriously this is just like do your own thing like race as hard as you can obviously but like do not mm-hmm. stress out and I think that was just like what made it so much more fun and I also have like one of like my best races I think because mm-hmm. I mean I was like well I can't can't get lost because that would be that would be a big bummer and <laughs> not just on me so <laughs> Um, yeah, but that was, I, that was pretty unreal for me to race with them. Mm-hmm. Like, putting on those socks was like, I was like, oh my god, this is not happening. Yeah, no, that's so surreal. Um, do you think, like, do you, do you think you, like, put a lot of pressure on yourself? Like, do you have, like you said, like, when Jesse just, like, told you just to, like, have fun and, like, relax? Yeah, like, is, do you think that's something that you, I, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no. <laughs> um, no, like I probably put a little bit too much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I just, I really like, like, proving people wrong. I guess or mm-hmm. like, not having expectations and then kind of coming like last year racing at like junior worlds in Germany. Like I 
had one of my best races because I was just trying to like make a name for myself and Mm -hmm. like I guess yeah I don't know like like exceeding expectations I think is Mm -hmm. that transforms into like putting a lot of my a lot of pressure on myself yeah and so there's definitely I haven't totally figured out the balance between just having fun and Mm -hmm. not thinking too much about results because that's a little easier said than done in my in my case yeah no I can't even like like I can't even imagine going from like doing like sassi at like your senior year like racing like sassi at black mountain and then like two yeah. three years later like being like on the starting line with like teresio hogg and all of those like norwegians yeah. and stuff like just you know, it's it's pretty absurd to me like yeah when i was racing sassi i was like Ooh, am i gonna make a team and call it like am i gonna be able to see mm-hmm. college like mm-hmm. i don't even last thing on my like other other challenges or like obstacles um that you've faced just ever since you even just started skiing um I think like there's definitely some like it getting along with like finding people that you train like training with like I've had a lot, like some hard but I'm, like, really unmotivated to train with, and, like, being, like, I've had a couple of summers training with people that, like, I, it's so, I find no motivation to, like, get out the door in that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when it gets into the fall, and I'm, like, this is not, this is the last thing I want to do right now, is go on a roller ski, and finding, like, that love for training sometimes has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, I guess, like, still being motivated after, like, a bad result. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I sometimes see other skiers and just how, like, much they love training and love the sport so much. And I can't always say that I, like, feel that way. Because... Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, what pushes me to keep going is, like, doing well and then, like, finding that motivation to keep doing that if it's not going as well. Like, I know I would struggle big time with that. Yeah. Um, but, like, apart from that, there's definitely, like, some other, there's, like, a whole one, like, a couple years, or, like, yeah, a year ago, I guess, like, the whole like fueling and eating mm-hmm. um part has like came to be a new issue just because obviously skiing takes a lot and it's kind of 
hard to align being like, oh, college, a girl in college, and then, like, I had a lot of coaches and, like, people say, like, oh, you can't really care about what you look like because you just have to eat to, like, mm-hmm. be fast. But, like, especially coming into college and, like, yeah, like, just being a teenage girl, like, it's kind of hard to fully, write, like, accept that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, these past two years, like, I've gotten really into, like, figuring out, like, like, being happy with how I look and how I feel, but, like, making sure, like, getting the knowledge on what I need to be eating to and mm-hmm. feeling to have enough energy. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously been, like, super interesting, but also definitely a challenge, and it's cool for me to see, because I... I mean, you know, like, in, like, running as a sport, it's, like, a pretty obvious problem, like, eating and, um, like, eating disorders are very common there, and it's not something, it's not, like, public, publicly an issue with skiing, but, Mm -hmm. like, if you could talk to, like, any other skier, it's, like, such a common problem. After, like, this past year, like, I've, like, not necessarily a good thing that it's so common, but like helpful and like I've had so many good conversations with other skiers about it that it's been mm-hmm. really really helpful um and I've like learned so much about it all mm-hmm. so yeah yeah no I definitely think like I think it's talked about a lot in running and like sports like gymnastics or dance or just like yeah. lots of those like aesthetic sports um but like skiing just for some reason I don't know if it's I don't know what, like what it is but for some reason it's not talked about as much and, and it's so common um and like I was reading yeah, like Jesse I was reading an article about Jesse Diggins talking about it um mm-hmm. like last week yeah and yeah it's just I don't know I don't know what what it is but I, it's just like it follows everyone it's so hard to avoid mm-hmm. which sucks yeah but yeah yeah um do you have like in regards to that or just like any any of the obstacles that um like a female athlete or female skier would face like what advice do you have have for them or like what like what like helps you kind of overcome those I think with like the training part how I sometimes like lose motivation like finding a group that you like to train with like this past summer has been mm-hmm. like the most fun I've ever had training and I like mm-hmm. never had an issue going out for like a four-hour run yeah and that was purely from like I think it was partially I was in Bozeman so it was really really cool mm-hmm. and like a ton of mountains and everything but it was mainly like I finally found a group of people that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. to train with um who were like had the same priorities and like yeah we're equally motivated um and so that is kind of key in my opinion to if you're like struggling with getting out the door Mm -hmm. um I think like with the eating and fueling part like it has been so helpful for me to just talk to other athletes yeah I've talked to nutritionists and that's Mm -hmm. like the like logistics and all that knowledge has been helpful Mm -hmm. but just like it's like a little bit intimidating or like it takes some 
some, like, that's a bit of a challenge just to, like, blatantly be like, hey, have you ever had any issues with this? But, mm-hmm. but like, talking to other athletes, mm-hmm. it just, and, like, finding that bond, really, and, like, their story, it's, it's pretty interesting and helpful to hear that. Yeah. No, that's, like, that's, like, with me, like, I... I'd never, like, talk to my, my friends or just, like, other athletes about, like, mm-hmm. lots of those, like, lots of the issues that I've had with eating and fueling, over-exercising, etc. and, like, this summer, I just, like, was, like, realized that, and I was, like, I don't, like, why, like, like, I should be talking about, like, talking about it with other people yeah. and talking to my friends yeah. about it and checking in with them about it, and then I was, like, oh my gosh, like, I should just, like, that's where I came up with the idea for this podcast, and, like, just like interviewing yeah and just like talking because I think just like breaking breaking lots of like the stigmas around how it has to be some like hidden thing and like is is so unhealthy because yeah that's like just all we need is to not really be yeah like we're so intimidated and scared to talk about it with Mm -hmm. other people but Mm -hmm. it's like yeah and like yeah yeah, because, like, you can't, like, you can't control it, you know? Like, it's not, it's not your choice yeah. to, like, have an issue with, with eating, yeah. with fueling, and, and so when, like, it's the same thing with, like, mental health. Like, when you, when you open up about it, it can just, like, right. help so many people and then just inspire to, like, like, I got, like, an like a nutritionist and, like, sports psychologist and, like, mm-hmm. having, like, like, normalizing, like, getting that help and reaching out for that help, I think, is so important as well exactly mm-hmm. and like obviously that's it's so hard to do that but yeah yeah easier said than that. done yeah no yeah. I know I like yeah I know I like exactly what you're saying though and it's so true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um moving on a little bit um like what what's been like the most amazing part of being like on the world cup circuit and just like reaching this this level um, I mean, it has been probably the most humbling experience. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's it's definitely a little bit different this year because cause with COVID, it's not normal and you don't really get to like interact with other teams. But I think like in a normal year, that like is the coolest part for me is mm-hmm. to like you're racing against people from Russia and just coming from completely different backgrounds and all just coming together to do this, like, weird, really painful sport. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just, like, wrapping my mind around that is super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, finally being in it. Like, racing in the U.S. is definitely, like, you get a taste of that, but here, like, the, like, this level of, like, seriousness and just, like, I don't know how I'm not putting this into words well, but it's, like, the level of, like, a super bowl, not, like, the level of super bowl, but I don't know, just seeing how much respect and, like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, like, just, it's like... Yeah, I feel like, I think also just with the World Cup, like, it's so, um, like, crystallized, you know, like, how, yeah. like, like everyone's just, 
like so talented and so good and everyone's at that high level and like I I feel like obviously I've never been in your position but just I can just imagine how like how it just amazing it is to to be like surrounded by that energy yeah I think like another thing is just I mean we see these people on tv and I'm like Mm. like leading up to it I was like oh my god I'm just like terrified I don't want to interact with any of just like like watching it on like tv like you know you look like no different than like everyone else you know like you're all just you're all skiing like the same course and you're all going so fast and you all look so like amazing and badass and like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um what are like your plans like moving forward for like the rest of the year um or just for a little while, I think you're gonna, like, are you gonna go back to school? Yeah, so, I'm gonna start, I mean, Middlebury, they have, like, half remote, so I'm just gonna take remote classes, Mm -hmm. um, and try to stay on track to graduate, Mm -hmm. because it's gonna be, like, I'm planning just to stay in Europe for the rest of the season, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, right, I haven't been in school since, like, thanksgiving and so mm-hmm. uh we'll see how how long i last once classes start again but mm-hmm. yeah i'll probably i have another world cup start after these races um at u23s and then mm-hmm. after that it's it just kind of all depends on the results and so i'll stay in norway at least just because there's not really anything happening mm-hmm. in the u.s so might as well um but then yeah hopefully take classes and then end of March probably head back to the U.S. And yeah. Who knows where I'll go around. But yeah. How has it, it like been like adjusting to kind of just like being on your own over like in Europe and like just the racing yeah. schedule and everything? It's weird like just like in a hotel for like I mean I've only had a tiny little taste of it like you can mm-hmm. do it for months and months yeah and it's been like a month and a half of me i mean i kind of like it um it's spicing things up it's interesting it doesn't get boring mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely i've thought about this a lot but like next year like what it's gonna be like going back like the plans to go back to college racing mm-hmm. uh, like, i don't even know it's just weird to think about i have this year where yeah, I get to spend it in Europe racing mm-hmm. and then, and like, internationally and then to go back. Yeah. Living in a dorm. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has it, like, has it been hard, like, as you transition to a more intense level, like, balancing kind of just, like, who you were like, in high school and just, like, being like having like a regular social life and 
etc. to oh kind of God, yeah. switching over. That's, yeah, that's kind of brutal. Like, mm-hmm. I hate how much skiing has, like, taken over my life because every time, like, an opportunity to, like, go out with or, like, go somewhere, I'm, like, constantly, like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to roller ski? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. can I run? Like, what? But, like, I don't, I don't think I... I could take two off days, but like, no, yeah. I don't know. It's just like mind blowing how mm-hmm. how much skiing, like everything I do, is based on skiing, and I don't love that part. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I also want to be like a college kid, and I think like going to Middlebury has been really helpful for that because I do get like a really good taste of just sort of like. I don't have, like, the extent of a normal college, and college mm-hmm. like, student life, but I think if I went to, like, a regular university, like, Utah or something, like, it would 100%, 100% just be that student, and I, mm-hmm. I would be pretty nervous about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's something that I, like, get pretty frustrated with, because I'm, mm-hmm. like, I just want to take a break for a second, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. I don't know if Lauren's can do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, neither do I. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sophia, for coming on here and having such an open conversation about your relationship with Nordic skiing and competing, as well as diving into some of the ups and downs that can come with rising to the top of your sport, no matter what it is. I hope you all gained something from this listen, and I'll see you all soon.